Welcome to the Center Church Discipleship Podcast, where we seek to equip and empower those who believe in Jesus to live out their faith as all of life disciples of Jesus. Well, good afternoon, Justin. Uh, you guys, welcome back to the Center Church Discipleship Podcast. Um, Justin and I are, you know, we're pretty honored that you guys would take some time to join us today. So, uh, Justin, how'd you spend uh, your weekend so far? Yeah, spent the weekend. So today is Sam's three-week birthday, uh, so he is doing well. We are uh, feeling really accomplished as parents, just keeping him alive for three straight weeks seems like a big win right now. Um, we Yesterday, we uh, did a couple little trips, so we walked down to the corner to grab Bodo's for breakfast, or I got Bodo's, Bailey got uh, corner juice. Some juice, kind of laundry. S- juice laundry. Juice laundry. Something yeah. like that. Um, and uh, we did that in the morning, you know, come back, nap, he eats, he poops. And we continued. Then we went to Target and come back, do it again. And then we had a little uh, MC outside social distancing uh, get together down in Washington Park for dinner. So I did that, come back, eat, poop, all that again. So we're figuring it out. So I got to ask you, Justin, in seminary, do they teach you how to be a pastor in a pandemic? That is not something that we covered. Mm. Do you think going forward that's going to be like a new elective they offer every like 50, 60 years? I don't, I don't know how seminary works, how many years it takes. But. Yeah, try to like maybe uh, predict when pandemics are coming and throw it in the curriculum leading up to it, something like that. Man, yeah, this this whole pandemic's gotten me exhausted and tired. Um, just a quick note for our listeners, actually, it's a good transition point. Um, this is actually going to be the last episode before we take a mid-season break. So our church is intentionally taking the month of July uh, as a period of rest. Um, we're going to take full advantage of that time as well, uh, just to rest and Sabbath and just you know worship and delight in the Lord. Um, so good news, though, is we're going to continue with this season, uh, season two of The Bible is For You, uh, after summer. So be sure to tune back in um, after the summer. And for those who just started listening to the podcast, it'll give you some time to catch back up to any episodes that you guys have missed. Um, so if you're hopping on right now, um, good news for you guys. Uh, we're going to take some rest. Uh, we'll make sure you guys can listen to the previous podcast. Uh, so make sure you go back and start from the beginning. Uh, and if you haven't already, subscribe right now so you can be alerted every Monday when we post an episode. So you're going to be like, why am I not getting a notification tomorrow or the next week? It's because we're taking a rest, you guys. So you know what, Justin, let's let's jump right in what we have for you guys today. Um, Justin, what way to take the Bible we're going to chat about today? Yeah, so today uh, we are going to talk about something slightly different than what we've talked about in the past. Uh, Those have all been kind of personal disciplines, meditation, scripture memory, uh, broad reading, all of those kinds of things. Today we're going to talk about sermons. Today we're going to talk about sermons and the important place that sermons have in our Bible intake diet. So this may not be an aspect of our Bible intake uh, diet that we think about quickly or naturally or first, but it is incredibly important. In sitting week by week under faithful biblical preaching, our mind and our hearts are filled with God's Word. So we're going to talk about sermons and the important place that listening regularly to sermons in your local church has as you uh, seek to intake the Bible and be filled with God's Word. Uh, So sermons are incredibly important. So if we've been a Christian for any length of time, and honestly for many non-Christians in our culture, um, we we have an idea of what a sermon is. It's, you know, the pastor gets up, talks about the Bible for a while, throws in a funny anecdote, everyone goes, ha, 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 and then he, like, he explains how that applies to his life, right? But could you help clarify what a sermon truly is? 
Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of different ways we look at uh, sermons. And depending on your background, and maybe you've been in a number of different churches, you've heard a lot of different kinds of sermons. Uh, but here's here's a couple things first. A sermon is not, all right? A sermon is not simply a lecture. Or a sermon is not simply a lecture. We all have uh, been through, uh, sitting through lectures in school, or maybe you can think of a lecture when you're getting onboarded by HR at a job, maybe some video lectures, learning about safety and uh, the first week of your job, maybe just watching some of these different lectures that go on. But but the goal uh, of a lecture is information. All right, the goal of a lecture is just communicating information so that by the end of it, the listener might know something that they didn't know before. All right, and a sermon is not just a lecture. The goal of a lecture is information, but a sermon is is more than that. It's at least communicating information, but, but it's also more than that. Mm. A sermon is also not a motivational speech, all right? The goal of a motivational speech is not necessarily information, although information is communicated, but the goal of a motivational speech is to inspire change, right? Motivational speeches are very popular today. Many TED Talks function function like this. Uh, We have the different uh, pop psychology gurus, uh, how to make your life better, get 10% happier, become disciplined, right? A motivational speech is there to inspire change in your life. Uh, But the goal of a sermon is different than a lecture, it's different than a motivational speech, although there are elements of both uh, similarly. The goal of a sermon is to stir faith in the hearers and magnify Christ by proclaiming the word of God. Or the goal of a sermon is to stir faith in hearers and magnify Christ by proclaiming the word of God. So like a lecture, information is given from the word. Like a motivational speech, we hope to inspire change. But different is that the goal of a sermon is not just information. It's not just inspiring change that the speaker uh, thinks will be good, but it's to stir faith in the hearers and magnify Christ by proclaiming the word of God. The goal of a lecture is information. The goal of a motivational speech is change. But the goal of a sermon is genuine God-honoring worship, right? Genuine God-honoring worship. Um, Information does need to be presented. Uh, Change needs to be motivated. But as my previous pastor always said uh, like this, Pastor J.D. Greer, he said, in a sermon, there must come a time when the pens are put down and the eyes are lifted up. Right? Every sermon, there has to be a time when the pens are put down and the eyes are lifted up. It's not a lecture. It's not just a motivational speech, but the goal is that we are led to worship as we are looking at God's Word. Mm. Okay, so you're a pastor. Coming from your point of view of preparing and delivering sermons, what are some of the most important aspects to look out for in a sermon? Yeah, so uh, two. I'll just do two things that come to mind real quick uh, that are really important as pastors are preparing to to preach sermons. All right, first is that uh, we ought to teach the Bible and not our own agenda. All right, teach the Bible and not our own agenda. Uh, there's this idea of expository or exegetical preaching, and this is how it ought to be done, that the main idea of the text of Scripture equals the main idea of the sermon. Right, so we're not just jumping to a passage that we um, the words sound good, and then using it as a springboard to talk about our hobby or our uh, get on our high horse about the subject or topic that we we like talking about the most. But we make sure that as we're teaching God's word, the main idea of the text is the main idea of the sermon. And this is what's so important about maybe differentiating from a motivational speech. Right, for a preacher. Their ideas should never be primarily the ones coming through, 
but God's ideas that are in accordance with his word, because those are his ideas for us, should be coming through. So when we're teaching, we want the main idea of the sermon to come straight from the main idea of God's word. In some ways, creativity is bad in a sermon. In other ways, it's really good, right? And it, creativity is extremely helpful as far as it goes to illustrating God's points, as it goes for telling stories that bring out God's points so people can hear it and be led to worship. Creativity is good. But the message, the point, the main idea of a sermon should take no creativity at all because we are just taking from God's Word and teaching it. So that's really important in preaching. Second is that uh, this um, should be, every sermon should be Christ or gospel-centered. All right, gospel-centered. Jesus tells us in Luke 24 that the whole Bible is about him. Right? The whole Bible is about him. The Old Testament points to him, the Gospels record his life, and the New Testament works out the implications of what he has done in the Gospel. So every sermon should somehow point to Jesus. If we're preaching an Old Testament service, we should be talking... Old Testament text, we should be showing how this text points forward to Jesus and worshiping through the different ways it does that. Same thing with the Gospels and the New Testament in their own way. Jesus tells us that the whole Scripture is about him, and so to teach the main idea of the text to be the main idea of the sermon, Jesus tells us it's always about him. So every sermon should be Christ or Gospel-centered. So there's just a couple things that are really important as we are uh, preaching sermons or hearing sermons. Mm. So now from the perspective of someone sitting in the pews or chairs, if you're in a hip, younger church like ours, how should we be interacting with sermons? Yeah, so as you are uh, listening to sermons, I'll just give you three, three real quick bullet points. First, when you're coming into church on Sunday, come prepared to worship. Come prepared to worship. If it means sitting in the parking lot for a second and just taking a moment to pray, or maybe that means dropping your kids off in kids and then taking a moment to pray while you're walking down to the auditorium, or if it means during the pandemic that you take a second to pray on your couch before the live stream uh, comes on, just take a moment to prepare yourself to worship. Remember, the goal of this is not just information. It's not just inspiring change, but it's genuine worship. And so we want to ask God to prepare our hearts uh, before we worship. So come into hearing sermons. Come into the worship worship service, preparing and being ready to worship. Second is, expect to learn the Bible. Expect to learn the Bible. While the preaching of a sermon is not just a lecture about information, there will be information about the Bible that's very helpful that's taught. You'll learn how uh, to read the Bible. You'll see how the pastor is pulling things out and teaching them. You'll understand context more. I mean, this is a pastor who likely has some kind of higher education in teaching the Bible and gets to spend a large chunk of the week preparing to teach the Bible. So come ready to hear and to learn. Humble yourself. Be ready to learn. Not just to poke holes in the sermon, what you liked, what you didn't like, what rubbed you the wrong way, what you really liked because you think it might have rubbed someone else the wrong way that you're sitting next to maybe, but how uh, is this uh, teaching you? Come uh, humbled. And then second, along with that humility, uh, or third, along with that humility, apply it to yourself, right? Think primarily in Bible teaching, not what this means for someone else who's sitting next to you that you really want to learn and grow and change, but how does this apply to you? And where does this challenge you? And how might God be leading you to worship? How might God be leading you to repentance through his word during this sermon? All right, last question. And this is honestly just to bring the conversation full circle. We brought up sermons as an important part of our Bible intake as disciples to Jesus. But why are they so important? And and how do they aid our Bible intake? Yes, sermons need to be a steady diet uh, of your Bible intake 
uh, for for many reasons um, and beyond Bible intake. They're important uh, to be pastored and shepherded by your local church. Uh, they're important to protect you from sin, recharge you each week in worship, and confront blind spots in your life. But learning the Bible through listening to sermons is a key aspect of your Bible intake diet. If your local church is preaching through the Bible and the pastor is teaching the meaning of the Bible as you sit in the pews each week, you will learn at least two things. First, you're going to learn biblical theology, right? The broad strokes of how the Bible fits together and what the Bible teaches overall. And as you are being shaped and your mind is being conformed to a to an understanding of the Bible, that's going to grow you in itself, but it's also going to empower you to read your Bible on your own. Broad reading, scripture memorization, Bible study, meditation, all of these things more effectively and more accurately as you're learning how to understand biblical theology, how the whole Bible fits together uh, week by week as your pastor is teaching it. Uh, you're going to learn how to read the Bible. You're going to see each week how your pastors read the Bible and get to its meeting, meaning, and from there you'll be able to learn how to do that process on your own more and more faithfully so that your time with God and your Bible reading becomes uh, more uh, full. Right, This happened in my life. Uh, as I thought I kind of understood the Bible, but then I started sitting under some more clearly gospel-centered preaching and saw how Jesus was the main point of every passage, and that really shaped the way not just I heard sermons or thought, but also shaped the way that I read the Bible, so I read the Bible more faithfully even on my own through listening to sermons. Sermons are a key way that we intake the Bible and not just intake the Bible, but learn how to intake the Bible on our own more and more effectively. So sermons are incredibly important in the life of a disciple for just a couple of these reasons. Mm. Thanks. Thanks that, Justin. And, you know, we are going to have some questions for you guys at the bottom of this, um, of this podcast. So be sure to check them out, and we'll actually have some application in there as well. So it'll be at the very bottom of the notes. Um, yeah, like we said beforehand, we are really honored that you guys would join us. Uh, just a friendly reminder, we're going to be taking a break for about two months, uh, but then starting in September, we will continue with the second half of this season. The Bible is for you. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you have a great week and a great period of rest. Thank you for listening to the Center Church Discipleship Podcast where we seek to equip and empower those who believe in Jesus to live out their faith as all of life disciples of Jesus. Be sure to subscribe so you can be alerted when new episodes are released. If you have questions or there are topics you want to be discussed on the podcast, please email justin at centerseville.com. We would love to hear from you.